Nick Cranes, thanks for joining me, brother. Thanks for having me, Matt. Appreciate you, man. All right, Nick, where are you from, man? What do you do? So I am from, well, Menor, Ohio, which is like 20 minutes outside of Cleveland. So when people ask like, oh, where are you from? Like, I just say Cleveland because that's, that's my home. I love, I'm a Cleveland sports fan. I'm Cleveland everything. So um, that's my home. And then I'm an online nutrition coach specializing in rewiring and uh, revamping those that have been damaged by these restrictive diets um, and repairing their mental muscle because not only is their body getting damaged, but their brain and uh, relationship with food is also impaired from all the BS that has been thrown at them and that they've tried. So that is currently what I'm doing to help China make a little change in this world. So what got you started down the mental side of things, man? Uh, I think it really just, you know, when things happen to you, you kind of think like, you can either be like, oh, why did this happen to me? Or you can just kind of continue with that, you know, sometimes that negative momentum that continues. So um, really just, especially with all the head injuries I've had. Um, <laughs> so it started in college with, uh, you know, concussions in 2010 weren't talked about that much. They were kind of on the cusp. You know, we'd take these computerized tests uh, in the training room and usually we'd all cheat because there was the same test over and over. So we didn't take it seriously so that we didn't have a baseline. Um, and so I started to hit my head uh, time and time again. And I'm like, man, something, something's a little off. Um, and like, you know, in the, in the moment, you, d you don't realize it because you're just thinking about, okay, how can I get back on the field? How can I continue my workouts? How can I just, um, at that time, uh, being a father of a three, four-year-old, just I need to continue life and not take control of myself. And so I wasn't thinking anything about my own mentality and continue to try and pour from this cup that just continued to just evaporate like I was getting just had nothing left uh, and finally I uh, played a game up in Michigan uh, had three big hits to the head uh, I wouldn't say I got hit I was the one just playing reckless um, always just trying to hurt people <laughs> and so uh, that kind of started it uh, ended my career and then I have had several concussions since then um, most recently in December uh, that really it's put me in a concussion therapy for six months. Um, and so, you know, up, up to that point with concussions and, and the mentality behind it, uh, that I always was, okay, you get hurt, you, you go through the protocol, uh, you wait, you walk, you work out, you're back to normal. But this last one um, that really, really helped me dive into having a bite just what I was trying to preach to my clients and just people about, you know, being mentally strong, you know, when you're going through stuff, uh, just being present in the moment and just being mindful of your emotions. But I got into that negative whirlwind and I started to down spiral, um, started to feel sorry for myself. I couldn't eat. I was eating like literally like seven to 800 calories a day. And that's bumping down from like a little over 3000. Um, and so like, you know, I'm not, I'm not sleeping. I'm feeling sick. I'm getting nauseous and realizing that at the end of the day, you are with yourself in your mind, your thoughts. So kind of this whole thing about, you know, really diving into self-love of what that is and being like, you got to be real with yourself. And so, like I said, at the end of the day, you will know if you did a good job, if you had a great day at work at the gym, if you did what you could to your spouse, your family. Um, and so th the pattern of just rewiring your thoughts one by one, little by little, that habit, changes the such an aspect of your life that you you'll never understand until you're actually in it and then you take control of it and so this whole mindset thing um you know it's such a buzzword now but it's it just becomes such a big part of my life with just having to kind of go through um you know what i've gone through throughout my life 
that you're always resilient. Like you always have to look at that optimistic and people are like, well, you can't do that. Like, why not? Like, I'm always going to look for a positive uh, when things happen. And so it's really up to the person uh, to kind of realize like, look, you're not in the dumps. Like you can get yourself out. You can, you can either live and sulk or you can move forward. Yeah. hundred percent, man. No, I agree, man. Um, what, what kind of sport were you playing, man? Was it NFL? American football. Yeah. So no rugby. Uh, I'd probably die then. Uh, but dude, that, that's a crazy sport. Um, but like I said, I didn't get started playing sports until 10th grade. I skateboarded for 10 years. Um, I was a little skinny kid, had the long shaggy hair. Um, so I got talked into playing basketball. Yeah. And uh, I said, yeah, yeah I give us a shot. And so football was a thing, man. It was, it was an outlet for aggression. Um, so I learned how to kind of hit people. And then it kind of just took off from there. And how did you get into training, man, on that side of things? So it, the training first started in ninth grade. So I never even, like, in growing up, we had um, a home gym downstairs, like the little machines and stuff. My dad was jacked. Um, but all I did was want to skate. Like, we had a basement where we could skate. So, like, in Cleveland, it's, uh, it's snowy in the, in the winter and it's hot in the summer. So, like, you, it was year-round. Like, I see people in Cali being, like, skating all the time. I'm like, man. I got to get better. And so we'd be able to skate all the time. And, and that was like technically fitness. Cause in ninth grade, I realized like I could jump. So I'm like, Hmm, there's probably some correlation there. And so I was just 147 pounds soaking wet six foot at the time, like a little scrawny kid. Um, and started realizing like, okay, this guy's telling me to run. Okay. I'm starting to get more conditioned. Okay. He's telling me to do some pull-ups and push-ups. Like, okay, I'm feeling, I'm feeling a little bigger. And so at that point I said, okay, I'm doing this stuff. I'm seeing results. I'm working hard. Like it's all, it's all making sense now. And so I ended up from 10th grade to uh, senior year of high school. I was 147 pounds and I, I got up to 205 and just fell in love with the process. Like all I, was, all I wanted to do was how can I get bigger, faster, stronger to just play the sport. Um, and like that, that whole men, that mentality of like, I need to get bigger. I need to get faster. Like it was always pushing me to work harder. And so even in college, like I bumped up to 215 and, um, I just, like I said, I fell in love. And then uh, always where my outlet was, was the weight room. Uh, when anything was going on, like, I'll just go work out. Good, bad, sad, you name it. Um, that, was, that was my baby. And so um, even to this day, like, biggest coping skill uh, that I have. Um, and even to touch back on the concussion thing, like, when that was taken away um, a couple months ago, like, I just was lost. Like, wow. Like, dude, this is a big part of my life. Um, and not just for, like, the, the results, like, just – therapeutic yeah definitely and what's your what's your take on uh strength training because you have trained a few athletes in the past and general pop yeah what's your take yeah so yeah i love i love the difference um especially like because i worked at uh, a athlete's gym and i love that aspect because i know that they're working towards that goal of like performance on the field and so like going, you know, and being an athlete and being fully invested and in knowing what it takes to continue to push. Like I love watching or love, you know, watching these kids um, and even older young adults, like push and grow and knowing that what they're doing inside the weight room is going to begin to translate um, to the field. Uh, and it's definitely a little tough with the high school kids uh, with nutrition. Uh, <laughs> but it's like the few ones that got it. They're like, wow, like I, I'm noticing, like I'm, I'm covering better. I'm, I'm performing better. Like, Oh, no way. Like your, your gains aren't always made right here. Like you need to take care of your nutrition. Um, but Jen pop, like it's, it's such back to the mindset shift of everybody continue to push these high intensity workouts, the cardio, uh, 
like the Orange Theory stuff. I don't know if they have that. Um, yeah, man. Over in Australia, but it's like they they go the, they go to these places because they're chasing the feeling of being tired and like about to throw up, thinking that that is going to lead them to the result, not realizing that if you go do like you know a full body workout, get the form down, that you're actually building towards something. Like there's a there's a continuation out of that, and so always you know, you're not training for fat loss. Like you do that in nutrition. Like, like, like listen, if you want to train sweat, like that's great. Anybody can give you a workout that makes you throw up, but you're not the coaches that are there for you are to continue to work and build on that program. And so once you put those two hand to hand, like the possibility for your, you know, whatever your goal is, physique performance, they're going to just continue to increase. Uh, and so I said, you can use training as, you know, therapy, you can use training as for performance or you can just continue to train uh just for overall physique yeah man i've actually changed my whole uh, my whole gym from unlimited to two three times a week and i'm trying to tell people if you saw the way athletes train it's almost boring man like they'll go max effort box jumps five box jumps and five minutes rest and throw in a few fillers <laughs> but people are kind of conditioned to you know you gotta you gotta do four thousand burpees and um, 20 air squats and you know I mean thrusters and all this kind of crazy stuff man and I'm trying to tell people if you just focus on the basics improve your mobility and just overload that muscle man the basics never go away from them, man they always work you know it's tough because you know you log on Twitter Instagram you see these dudes doing uh, one-legged blindfolded uh, uh, reverse on the other side of the BOSU ball um, like like dude that that's not what the that's listen go do that like whatever the trainer's doing like whatever i don't know how you got hired but like people see that they're like oh i gotta do that like that's the stuff like you know and with nutrition and training the the stuff that works is not sexy it's not it's not sexy like sorry like be consistent uh being a slight calorie surplus calorie deficit uh train strength train three to five times a week like just do that like and make that a part of your life you'll see results but if you want to chase these quick things and freaking always trying to just do way more than they even need to. It's like, you're harming yourself in the long run, but you know, some will eventually learn and come back and be like, Hey, you know, Matt, you were right. You know, you were kind of right about that thing you were talking about. Like, I just trying to help. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> just giving you the real. I don't know. I've, I've been there before, bro. Cause I was the same man. Like I used to train for two hours a day and morning night. And then, um, man, I was under eating, obviously, you know, doing the whole paleo thing, you know, meat and oh, vegan diet. You know, disaster waiting to happen, man. But I thought that's what had needed to be done. It wasn't until yeah. I took a back step and I was like, all right, man, look at my posture. My posture is shit. I look good, but I'm in pain. <laughs> so you're saying, like, if you have abs and, like, you're, you're not in good shape all the time, like, you're actually could be hurting inside if you're shredded 24-7? <laughs> yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah, man. So it's just crazy trying to change people's perception. So I definitely know what you mean. You know, I know Mind Pump are big on that stuff. You know, the Orange mm -hmm. Theory. I remember Adam listening to one of his podcasts. And for those that don't know Mind Pump, it's one of the top fitness radios. I think it's the number one. Uh, number one. Yeah, fitness podcast. And he said he got a job at um, Orange Theory in America. And he kind of said to people, look, walk on the treadmill, don't run. <laughs> and everyone <laughs> was saying, like, what the fuck? Man, I came in just there. He's like, nah, nah, get off the treadmill, you know, do some 90-90s. And, man, he kind of changed the whole workout. And mm -hmm. I really connected with that, man, because that's kind of what I'm about. Like, a transformation for me, man. Yeah, fat loss is great. 
but like someone that was going to get shoulder surgery or, you know, rehabbing someone's hip or someone's lower back, man, that's just as big as a transformation for fat loss. You know what I mean? Yeah. And people struggle with that. Like, Oh, I, I need to lose the fat. Like, like yesterday, like I need to use, lose it now. Like, but there's a lot of other things we got to put in place before you even get to the fat loss. Like, you know, I snap your snap my fingers and you lose 20 pounds. Like, what does that mean to you? Like, what are you going to do with that loss of 20? You don't have any new habits. You haven't changed anything about your lifestyle. You're going to end up gaining 30 to 40 back and be like, Oh, here I am again. So it's like, there's like, it's such a process of just like getting through to them first and being like, dude, trust me. Like I got this, I promise. But, um, yeah, no, that is so true about the orange theory. Bro, it's true, man. But about even mindset too, man, cause I'm big on mindset. Like I listen to audio every day. I love reading on it and just studying mm-hmm. how the brain works, man, because we always think we want that thing, bro, but we get there and then we're searching for something else, man. But for me, it was abs. I got abs and I was like, fuck man, surely there's, um, you know, there's something else more, something missing. <laughs> I got to 200 plus clients and I'm like, you know, you're always searching, man. You know what I mean? It's just there's never enough. And that's when I was like, all right, man. And Jason's always told us, he's like, fix you. Just keep working on you, man, because you take you with you. Mm-hmm. So that's why I love how you're about mindset, bro. Yeah. Cause you know, it's like you see your circle as you grow, uh, just as you get older and it's like, you know, you're growing when you still see people that are stuck in their like place they were when they were 18, 21, 25, because they think that where they're at, there's no growth. Like even if in, they're in their job, you know, working 95, uh, but they, they don't see anything beyond like, I got to do this. There's no self-development like, oh, you know, I, I might get a promotion. I meet some new people, but like, wh- where's your growth as a human being? Like, how can you improve um, you know, your family life, your self life, you know, your self love, like there's so many different things you can do. And especially the access to the internet books, all this stuff, um, just to like even look into it. And so people sadly put all these barriers up that can just be broken down easily. And we've all done it. Like we've all done it, but the people that continue to grow through that are the ones that realize like, look, I can do it. But I, the more I think about it and I do all this waiting and sulking about it, like you're, you're, you're losing time. Like, I said, time is our best asset, but you need to take control of your life. Like, and people don't want to have this accountability about it. Like, yes, you can do more than you say you can. Like, you're not, you're not in that bad of a position, but you have to make that, that step. And so uh, it's like, we all have that power to change. It's whether you're going to take the step or not. Yeah, it's just, yeah, hundred percent, man. And, and what kind of clients do you work with at the moment with nutrition? So now... You are in the gym now. You're outside the gym now. You're not working. You're only working online now. Yeah. Yeah. Only online. Uh, and so it's a lot of gen pop. It's honestly all gen pop. And a lot of the clients that come to me are just all metabolic damage and wondering why they need to eat more all of a sudden. Like, well, <laughs> you drop down to 1200, 1100 calories because your, uh, your favorite program of like beach body or, uh, you know, the 30 day whole living telling you to drink two protein shakes and have a couple of berries at night. That's not sustainable. That is absolutely crazy. Like, do you see yourself doing this for more than 30 days? Like, and so it's kind of like almost rewiring them to that point. Um, and so it's like, you know, I, that's pretty much where I've been. Like all these people saying that they're, 
been tracking, okay, you know, I'm at 1100, 1200. And so now it's basically just a lot of reverse protocol. Uh, and so like that has been the main point and that's kind of reason why I've like transitioned from helping like skinny guys build mass to like, man, what the hell are these people going through? Like we got to fix this problem going on in this industry of continuing to, you know, push, bring people to the edge of the earth and just say, all right, see you. Good luck getting back. Like that, that's such a disservice to everybody trying to, to diet and realize like, maybe it isn't for me or, you know, maybe I can't lose weight. And so that, that's, that's basically where I'm at now, like trying to fix this BS that's going on. Yeah. And it's something I'm passionate about too, man. I've got a client that I'm working with. I've been, man, I reversed her for about 10 months, man. She was eating 800 calories. <sighs> she was on Duramine. She was on hunger suppressants and just, you know, gaining weight, man. I remember when I first started the reverse, you know, like 1,100 calories, you know, eating a thousand calories, she was gaining and now looking back, bro, because it's, it's one of the hardest things, bro, for people to go through, man. You know, trusting you, mm-hmm. increasing it, and then starting to lose, man. And we've got to the point now where she's eating 1,500 calories and losing weight, you know, and it's, it's so rewarding, bro. But if only, ever, if only it was that easy, man, because mm-hmm. all it takes is for them to jump on Instagram, Facebook, and just see another juice cleanse, bro. And Like, oh, that's seven bucks? Like, dude, I'm about to get shredded in three days. Like, and just think about that. You took this client from and almost doubled her calorie intake, which is crazy, but that, that was in order to, you know, re respond to the fat loss. Like when people, I said, when people are like, all right, I've been eating 1200 calories, like, what should I do? Okay. Like, would you, would you want to drop down to 1,800 calories and up your cardio? Is that something that you would want to do? Like, no, like, like what's next? Well, you have to eat more. Like that, that is the barrier. Like, listen, like I'm trying to help you like this, like, Hey, I'm about to hire this guy, but he's telling me that I have to eat like, no way. <laughs> yeah. Like seriously. I'm, and that, that just comes with, you know, the coaching of just edu- educating on the process. And then once you educate them on why you need this reverse protocol and that, you know, your hormones are starting to also inside starting to downregulate that we need to get you back to a level so that you are a functioning well <laughs> inside human being. Uh, and it's not just about the fat loss. Like you need to perform as a human being, whatever role you have throughout the day. Uh, and so you don't have to get back to that destruction that clearly is something you've been chasing. Yeah, man. Actually, I remember in, when I was in San Diego, man, one morning me and Jace were going to Starbucks and um, it just came up where I said to him, I don't think people understand how good they're meant to feel, bro. Like I think mm-hmm. people just think they're meant to feel shit every day and we kind of need four coffees to get going. But I kind of tell people, if energy's down, there's a reason for that. You know, if you're not sleeping, mm-hmm. um, you know, that's a reason. Or if you're overstressed, you're doing too much shit throughout the day, you know, like take a step back. You're doing too much cardio. You're training too hard. Like there's always something telling your body to slow down, man. So it's one of the biggest things that I tell people. I go, look, all right, let's fix sleep before anything. It's, it's just look what happens. Go outside and get some sunlight, bro. Have some water. Yeah. Like it's, yeah. it's basic shit, man, but it almost sounds so stupid that people kind of neglect it. Well, it hurts. It's like when people say that they don't have time or they can't do it. Like, like, look, like this comes back to just being real with yourself and like listening to the voice in the back of your head. You can go to bed earlier. Um, you just need to prioritize your day just a little different. Like, look, if you really wanted to go to bed at 9, 9.30, 
okay, literally shut your phone down, wear some blue light blockers a couple hours before and just go to bed. Like stop like wasting time scrolling, stimulating your brain, thinking about this, thinking about that. Like, like uh, I picked up journaling real big when this happened in December and like I've journaled every day, uh, like looking back, getting thoughts out, like there's something so therapeutic to me about it. Um, and then especially starting the day off, like just kind of get my thoughts right, getting them out. Um, and said, so that's also with the stress relief, like your sleep starts to get better because you're not thinking about all the BS that you've had. Um, you know, life is stressful as, as, is enough. Like, so you want to add uh, more cardio and less calories, like you're putting even more stressors on your body. And so like the little stuff, which is actually the big stuff, the basics, the fundamentals, people don't want to do or say that it's just too much. Like, oh, I know how to do it. Like, do you? Like, are you tracking? Like, oh, tracking. That stuff kind of gives you a realization of like, okay, maybe I'm not. Yeah, definitely, man. Yeah, it's, it's, um, it's, bro, it's hard, man. Like people, <laughs> I was one of them, man, so I can understand. Like mm -hmm. I'd make competing and I was like, man, you're never going to get me to track a calorie because I'm shredded. Like, I was, I was up like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm eating, yeah. I'm on the caveman diet, bro. Don't tell me to track a calorie. Right. That's why, because I kind of realized, man, like, fitness is our thing. It's not, it's not for everyone. And I used to try and change people, man. I used to try and, like, you know, just beat a dead horse and say, like, look, you know, you've got to track calories. But no matter how hard you try, man, some people you just can't convince. Mm -hmm. But you kind of, you, you've got your message out there and the right, what I found is the right people come at the right time. You know what I mean? Yeah. Once, no, I... enough, once they've gone through enough pain, um, yeah, man, they come around. But I just wish it was easier, man, reaching out to everyone with this reverse. I know. I know. It's crazy. Uh, and it's like the more you just continue to share these, like literally somewhat horror stories of them, like restricting so much. Um, because that's just has become the norm. Like you said, these people think they need to feel like crap all the time. Like this is normal. Oh, I'm dieting. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I can barely keep my eyes open. I just slept, you know, 10 hours, but I can't even stay awake. Like, like you, it, it's not meant to be this difficult. And so it's like, uh, so like you were saying, once you kind of can get through to them and kind of hit their pain points of like, this is what we can do to fix that. That's one thing. But um, I think sometimes a lot of coaches just push everything they know, like, oh, here's the bro diet, here you go. Like, I'm telling you, this will get you shredded. Like, yeah, probably, but it's not, like I said, it's not for everybody. Uh, and so it's kind of like figuring out if people would rather do habit tracking or tracking calories. But like for me, like literally, like if you want to know what is going in your mouth, like all day, like you got to track and just have an idea. Because yeah. like you don't have to, like I said, you don't have to track forever. You know, it's a great tool you can pull out because you just want to be more mindful, like, Oh, okay. So if I'm having these two, you know, spoonfuls of peanut butter, like, Oh, I'm, I'm actually stacking calories big time. Like people don't get that. Like, Oh, there's a lot more calories in, you know, that those donuts rather than like this huge thing of peanut butter. Like, all right, you better, you better check yourself. You better check yourself. Bro, let's get into habit tracking, man. You mentioned habit tracking. Um, is that something you, you know, is that one of your protocols you use with your clients? And that depends on the client. Uh, like there's some people that are so just against tracking calories. Uh, and it's like, okay, like I, like I don't want to force it right away, but like yeah. I need to kind of get that. And so, you know, you kind of get them to track a little bit if they can. Um, like, like I said, the protocol is I need to, if you have tracked, you know, give me like 14 day logs or at least track for seven days. But you know, there's a lot of people that are not even in that uh, space of just uh, that relationship with food. 100%. And just kind of still repair, 
kind of repairing that self-love. So it's like, all right, so let's start with a walk one time, you know, one time in the morning and we'll start from there. Um, you know, we'll, we'll touch base throughout the day and just make sure like their mentality is getting better. Okay. Starting to go more energy, got the vitamin D in the morning. Okay. Let's start, you know, every time you go for a walk, you come back, uh, or like you have water next to your, um, before your coffee. So you make sure you're down in water. So you start to habit stack. Um, so you're just putting those habits that you already are solidified in the back of your brain. Like, okay, let's add something that you're trying to get with like having the eight to 12 ounces in the morning. Okay. Put that, make sure as your coffee's brewing, you're chugging the water. Cause like yeah. people are like, Oh, just give me the caffeine right away. Like, no, get some water going, like get your body rotating. Like we all love caffeine. Like <laughs> I love caffeine, but you need your water too. Yeah. Um, and so it's like, it's just a slow process of, what do you mean? There's no water in the caffeine? <laughs> well, th there's water in there, but I, it's like, yeah, no, no, I don't want it. you to put that in it. It's, people are like, Oh, I had water in my Mountain Dew. Like what? <laughs> like, no, you didn't like get out of here. You can't track that. Uh, but like, it's like our bodies become so just efficient with, all right, I get up, brush my teeth. You know, you don't even think twice. You don't even think twice about brushing your teeth or like showering. Your mind's always in a different space driving. You don't even notice. It's like, well, I guess you don't really want to have it stack while you're driving, um, uh, as my wife does, what she's doing makeup. But, you know, that's beside the point. Uh, and so it's like those little things that you do so, like, not even thinking about it, you can put the little things that you're trying to do. Like I said, getting water or, um, like, reading 10 pages. Like, just anything. But it all depends on the individual. Um, and especially, like, you know, if you're talking about portion size or just adding a little bit of protein here. Um, and then just that just becomes being more aware and just more mindful. But... Uh, like I said, there's always more than one way to skin a cat, but not, but do just trying to do it the right way rather than, you know, all the other ways that they've tried. Man, that's literally all it is like small things every day. When I go back, bro, when I was doing my best work, when I was growing my gym, bro, it wasn't any marketing tactics, man. It was just doing what I do best, bro. Just going in. Um, the, the War of Art by Stephen Pressfield, bro. It's a great book. He goes, every day you, you, you're battling resistance, but, he goes, he goes, the professional goes to work. You know, the amateur gets distracted, gets sidetracked. And that's all it is, man. Just turning up, knowing what you got to do. Those few things, man. And it's not a medium things, bro. It's a few things. But we think it's always got to be more. It's doing the little, right, bro. Get your steps in, get your water. Track, man. If you're not tracking, you know, eat protein with every meal. Repeat. <laughs> It's like, yeah. wait, I, I can do this all the time. Like, yeah, that's it. Go ahead and do it. And when something starts to stop working and you want, you want a little bit more, we'll add a little something extra. But it's, yeah. it's just the little things. Uh, and people, like I said, people do get distracted uh, and people want to blame ADHD and whatnot. Like, no, you just, you just don't have the discipline to do it. And that's okay. Like, but I can't tell you that. Like, I want you to call yourself out if you're ready. But it's like, we're just here to help. Like, you know, we're not trying to be assholes, but like you came to me for help. And so, you know, I'm just going to try and guide you. Uh, instead, we can't hold their hand forever, but we will guide you. Um, and like I said, we're not going to be the people that guide them to the end of the earth. Yeah. We're going to bring them back because that's, I said, that's what we're doing. How did you get started with your nutrition journey, man? How did you come across Jason and NCI and all that kind of good stuff, man? Man, I, I tell Jason all the time, like, dude, I wish I would have came across you a lot sooner. It's like, man, I was there. I'm like, God, man. And so, so, you know, even thinking like back in high school with my dad, he just like said, eat this, um, like it makes sure you're drinking this, you know, protein shakes and whatnot. So 
I would just eat all the time. Cool. Um, you know, you're a young kid, your hormones are raging. Like you just start eating, eating, eating. Um, as I got to college though, like I realized like looking back, like my nutrition was not good. Like I, I could only imagine if I knew not even just a track, but just be mindful of how many calories I was eating. Yes. I knew what protein and all that was. Um, but like what, what more I could have done like physically and just been healthy more if I would just ate better. Uh, and so once I started to realize, like after I got hurt my, uh, my junior year and I wasn't able to play anymore, um, I got, I was coaching at the same college, but then I was also running the weight room. And so I got fully invested into learning about, you know, training. So I'm like, yeah, I know training, like what's, what about nutrition? And then I just was like, wow, like this, this is the key. And then I started to kind of look more into it. Um, and that's when I fell in love. So, um, I got, started getting a certification. I started with the ISSA. Um, and then, uh, of course I went to precision, got their nutrition. So I'm like, Oh, this is the stuff. Like we're going to do habits. Um, and so Jason said the other day, he's like, man, what if my habits eating pizza? Like, what do I do about that? I'm like, uh. <laughs> so I was, I was dying. Like, listen, like that's true. And so I went through, I went through coach guru coach and you know, I kind of, learn some things from each person, um, good and bad, but I was still at this point of like, I don't know how to handle like clients online or like, you know, I had this idea and then I, I came across, uh, uh, Jason, uh, earlier this year. Um, well, actually I came across him last year, but I finally just was like, dude, I'm about to call, I'm about to get in this uh, business program and I'm about to hop on a call and see where it goes. I, I had, concussion therapy that day for some reason it wasn't that hard so I didn't feel like crap because the, the, the uh event was like six hours I don't even know at my at that time how my brain went but I said everything turns out the way it's supposed to what's that involved um, concussion therapy man easier stuff than you think like yeah. I said I've had 13 ish now and so like in December I, I literally walked into my jeep trunk just hit, hit the top of my head came down to a knee and was like, all right, like I'll just do what I normally do. But then I realized I, I, I threw up. It's the first time I ever threw up from a concussion. I started feeling dizzy. And so I was like, I'll just, I'll be all right. Like I, I, I don't need anything. Um, and then the next week I'm like, I probably should go to the doctor. Uh, and then they, they said like, yeah, referred me out. Um, had to wait, wait, wait. As this whole time I'm waiting, I'm just like literally um, like I tell people like each hour, I didn't know how I was going to feel like if I needed a nap, uh, if I was gonna get dizzy, if I was gonna get sick, like it was always a like hour to hour of like, dude, what's next? Like, is this forever? Like, is this really going to be forever? Cause usually it goes away, but it wasn't. And so then they referred me out again and that was to the concussion clinic. And so like literally basically <laughs> like I was sitting up, I would just do some head turns do some head nods, like lean down, lean down and the most basic stuff. But I was, my body was reacting like it hated it. So I, I, I was getting sick. And so basically what it was like my center, like center focus was like shifted over. So I had like, they had to break me down so much, like literally like basically progressive over. They were trying to hammer me home so that my body would build back up. And I'm like, so, so, do they beat my ass? Like yeah. not, not literally like, and just with the basic stuff, looking back now, um, like I couldn't even dribble a basketball because like my, it was off. It yeah. was so, so strange. I couldn't drive a car. Uh, just little things were, but um, I said, I, if, if this is what's going to get me better, like I said, I'm all in. And so that, that's kind of coming back to that mindset of like, dude, I didn't want to, cause I, I thought this was going to be how it was forever. 
And so I said, look, you're either going to go or you're going to sit and cry and, you know, continue to be a potty little baby about it. Like, and so either continue to struggle as a husband, father, uh, you know, uh, coach, mentor, you name it, or put your freaking foot down and go. And so yeah. that's what I did and said, um, said, hopped on that call with Jace and realized that he was the freaking key, man. Like it, it all just made so much sense. Um, said, you know, like it, it all clicked of everything he said in regards to life, nutrition, coaching, like that was a missing piece. Like bringing your connection into your coaching clients, um, not just your clients, but like just getting your message out. Like even those that don't, you know, want to work with you, like just being that positive influence uh, in the space because the space, let's face it, like the space can suck big time with all the stuff that's out there. Um, and yeah. it's sad that some people continue to go down that road and follow their favorite influencer. Like some people are good, some people are bad, but some of the stuff they get out, it's not good. Like, and and so like the impact he's making right now, it's, it's just grown by the day. Um, so we're all glad to be a part of it and just trying to do our part instead. Like there's, there's no way I could see myself <laughs> working with anybody ever. Like, I don't even know how I missed him, but listen, you, you, it all plays out for some reason. So I said, we are, where we're supposed to be right now. So definitely bro. There's a lot of shit out there, man. I'm working with an athlete and, um, NRL. So that's pretty much, do you know rugby league? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I'm working with an NRL player and, um, man, he was on keto. So he came to me Jesus, man. and I was like, bro, if anyone needs carbs, it's you, man. And it was just, man, they got a team nutritionist, but he goes, he kind of comes in and does his thing once a week, but no one really kind of pays attention. And I was the first thing I told him, I go, bro, you need carbs, man. Like slowly start phasing them back in, man. Within a couple of weeks, he was feeling amazing, you know, but it's just that. How that works. Yeah, man. It's just there's so much shit out there, man. And people are just confused and they literally don't know where to go, man. I've even said to Jason, I go, man, if you were bigger on social media, you would fucking kick goals, man. You'd be everywhere. But how, do, how is it? Like I said, like, it's crazy. Like he, he continues to make this impact. And even getting back, we saying about the athlete. Like I remember there was LeBron, like, you know, LeBron James yeah. is that big in Australia. So, you know, being a Cleveland guy, loved him. He broke up with us, came back, and kind of left again. But it's whatever. No hard feelings anymore. But he did, he did try keto for uh, like three or something days. Like he put, he put it out there. I forgot when it was. Not too recent, but recent enough. Oh, and wow. I didn't hear about that. Because turns out a couple of days later, he's like, man, this is dumb. Like, because athletes need the, the carbohydrates in order to perform. Wow. Shocker. Like yeah. all the CrossFit athletes that do, you know, paleo and think like, oh, you know, I'm going to just be high fat because I don't need carbs. Like you got, like, look, <laughs> you're doing so much more damage and missing out on so much more performance than you can. So, oh man, dude, it's crazy. And I'm glad you're helping your boy out because said these nutritionists and doctors out there can some push their own message and it's not always good. Like everybody has their own thing, but I have my opinion, but it kind of says like, <laughs> if you want to perform better, uh, you kind of need some carbohydrates. Yeah. And it's, it's not their fault, man. Like, like they just turn up and they expect everything to like, they trust everyone around them, man, mm -hmm. you know, and they just expect it to, to be right. But yeah, I know it's a big, <laughs> no, no, mate. Cheeto. Anyway, um, don't so know you, what you don't know. That's it, bro. But uh, man, you're crushing it on social media, bro. 
tell us about the journey, yeah. Damien. How'd you get started? And, you know what I mean? So I, uh, I had like my personal like Instagram when I started uh, a couple of years ago. And I'm like, yeah, I'm just going to post family stuff and some motivational stuff. You know, I was like, yeah, I'll post my fitness stuff. And I'm like, I saw these people, well, this one girl from my college that did a fitness count. I'm like, and I saw people like, my buddies would be like, dude, what is she doing? I'm like, I was kind of thinking about doing that. Like, I, I, I wanted to spread like my value. And I'm like, why? I'm like, you know what, man? Like, no, I'm, I'm gonna go do this. And so I made this, uh, this count before the one I had, um, it ended up getting like, they wouldn't give me my password back. So I was locked out. Um, and then I started this one two little over two years ago. And so I was following, you know, Jordan Syatt and Carter Good, like, just like, I love the infographics. I'm like, oh, this is awesome. You know, I started making infographics, like it's really easy to see. It's very visual. Um, us as humans, like it's simplistic. So, okay. Like, okay. I eat less of that. I'm going to eat more of this. Okay. I strength train, do this. And so I just started just to interact and um, started to grow and then started to kind of just add my personality into it. I'm like, okay, my following's growing. Um, you know, people are reaching out. I'm like, Okay, so like, can you make a business out of this? I'm like, I, I don't know. Um, but I was always chasing the number at first. It wasn't about like the value. Like it was, of course it was putting like value into like each post, but I was, I was chasing the number. Yeah, of course. Um, and then, as, I, as I started to get, you know, grow from 10 to 20 to 40, it was like, yeah, is it about the number? Like I want more, like I want to build better relationship with people and like um, help more people and realize like that's when I can make the switch from the gym to home. Like, you have the ability to now you just got to know what the heck to do. Like you have people. Um, but like once I got up uh, and now it's backing from like 70 um, Instagram doesn't like me all the time, but it's okay. Uh, but like just realizing, like just putting what you want out there, whether you get like 10 likes or you get, you know, 3000 likes, if you feel like that message resonates with your following and it's something that you want to spread, like, dude, go ahead. Like, it's not about who's liking it, comments. Like you never know when somebody's going to come across a post or a blog or something old. It's like, man, that, that hit me. Like that hit me hard. Like I appreciate you sharing that. Like, you know, you never know what you can do when you start to kind of just start to tell or just help people in any way you can. Um, and I think that's just where I'm at now. Like I could care less. Like I I'm deleting some of these like, um, random, like no pictures, like like you're, I don't need, like, I don't need that. Cause it's kind of like hurting the, uh, like the spread of something Instagram doesn't like me sometimes. So I kind of like tweak it. I'm like, it's not about the following. Like it really isn't. It's about, it's not about the quantity. It's like, give me that quality all day. And Jason said the same thing. He's like, I, I don't care about the following. Like I just, the quality that he gets is, is what he needs. And that's what he has. Exactly, man. Bro, that's probably been my biggest realization throughout the whole COVID thing, man. Because, man, my gym was growing, man, and, you know, kind of the same. I was always chasing numbers, and I even said to Jason on uh, a boardroom floor, I go, man, it's never been about, you know, like, I've never had, like, a money target, bro. Like, it was, it's, I don't know, it's that number, like, more clients, more clients, more clients. And he said to me in San Diego, because I, I had a target, I go, right, I want 100 nutrition clients, and I wanted 300 um, clients, and he goes, so fucking what? What the fuck? What the fuck are you gonna do with all these clients? You're gonna be burnt into the ground. You know, I mean, it didn't really hit me, but then this whole COVID thing happened, and man, I just kind of thought, man, how could I keep over functioning the way I was? It's just crazy. Like we're infatuated with these numbers, but there's no meaning attached to it, man. You know what I mean? So, like he said, if he get like you get those 400 total clients, like, and you get that, now what? 
Like, what are you going to do with those? Like, it, yeah. it's, it's not always about the number you give somebody, you know, a million bucks. Okay. Now what? Like, is your, are you more fulfilled? Are you happy? Like, what, what are you, you going to have that money in two years? Like there it's, it's not about the, the value all the time of the number. Like there's so much more meaning behind it. And it, like I said, that that's the message you're trying to get out. Like as you're, as you kind of make that switch of, okay, I'm providing what I think my, you know, the, my audience would like, like, how can I help them? How can I lead them into this or just show them like, Oh, this is basically all you got to do for dieting. Um, okay. Be careful of that because now you got to reverse. Like, that's what that's what's most important not like okay let me go in the bathroom get a quick little little selfie half naked and be like all right let's see uh, if we can get some like like who are you attracting with that let's be honest like that are those your ideal clients like is that the people you're trying to help so i'm not against you know people being shredded but like what what you using your platform for like half nakies or are you trying to get a message out like a booty yeah. pick's a booty pick i don't know what to say <laughs> yeah i saw that comment last week bro in the impact collective booty picks. <laughs> yeah man I, I definitely resonate with that um it's just finding the right clients and helping them man and you know more isn't better that's one thing i've realized man because the more i was getting in there the quality of training was going down and i wasn't actually helping people so yeah man i believe everything happens for a reason bro and yeah no nah, man i can definitely see that you know you def you, you're kicking ass with your following and your content's 10 10x more <laughs> no but, man i appreciate you you said like and even back in that like tim ferris's four hour work week book he, i remember he said like would you rather work four hours a week and then make four forty thousand dollars or work like 80 hours a week and make like four hundred thousand? it's like what what's the difference there like where is your priority and value and so if you want the time like you want the time but you're working 80 hours like like what, that's what you would have been doing, like working that 80 piece trying to survive. Um, yeah, and so like I said, I'm, I'm glad, I'm glad you had that realization and making, making good moves. Cause it's, it's definitely good to see. Yeah, man. And, and where you're at at the moment, cause well, you're probably the same as me, man. Like you just want to help everyone and uh, you know, just bring more in, <laughs> in, but you got kids now. I haven't got kids, man. And I'm getting married in January and man, the way I was going, it just would yeah, have buddy. taken a huge toll, bro, on my relationship. And it really was, man, you know? That gym life, sun up, sun down. It's like, do the same thing again. And so, like, and then someday you want kids. It's like, well, how does that come into play? Do they have to hang with me each session? Do they have to stay in the office and, like, do their homework? It's like, that's not where you want to be. And so your growth is definitely happening. Yeah, definitely, man. Now, bro, just going back, just going back to the mental stuff. Mate, is that something that you start with clients when they start nutrition with you? It's, it's definitely, you get an idea through the first intake call of kind of where they're at with like their, when they talk about their goals, when they talk about things that they've done, um, kind of just where they have overall, um, just like kind of in their life. And so I said, it's, it's not always about like talking about food and calories. Like I just want to get to know them. Like what, like what, what makes you, you in this moment? Like, where have you been? Cause a lot of that, a lot of those factors come into play. It's like, I'm not just your coach. Like I've, I've, I've been through some stuff. So let's talk. Like I've been good, bad, like, you know, and that's where the connect. And so once, you know, you kind of have to start the dialogue um, and you kind of just start to switch the language around a little bit. They're like, Oh, okay. And then you kind of start to, as you hop on calls, as you, you know, you're texting back and forth, it's that switch right there that you just kind of keep um, 
not, you know, not hammering them, but like, just, just talking back and forth. Like this, you could actually reword it. Like, this is what you kind of meant. And so said like the mindset with the, like the rewire phase is, you know, the kind of first part of my coaching of just kind of educating, um, discussing, like I said, where they've been, how can they get to where they're going? And then like what the process is, but also just, uh, just making them aware of what they're actually saying. And so that's just that, that self-awareness and then they can kind of start to fix what they can do moving forward. And like, that just doesn't start with like nutrition. Like that's going to help enhance just their life in general. Like it's not about always about like the training and the nutrition. Like this whole mindset thing is, is a life game. Like you yeah. are playing against your thoughts and that voice in the back of your head that you keep going. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, I can, I can have, you know, I could have 10 donuts. Like, sure. Like go ahead. But like the next day you're going to do the same thing, like, and think that you're going to be shredded and like keep putting you towards your goal. Like you have the choice. We all have the power of choice. It's whether you say I can do it or I won't do it. Um, so like, if you want to get up tomorrow, four 30 and go for a walk, do it. If you're not, okay, you missed like, and so, so it's like just telling clients like you are in control. Uh, and I, I'm not going to tell you everything to do, but giving them like, okay, I am powered. Like you empower them to, be who they know they can be but it's just a process definitely man i honestly yeah i train i'll probably train four times a week um including maybe like i'll do three weight sessions a week and throw in a couple mobility sessions um but man every day i'm working on myself like my mindset bro i'm listening to audio i'm reading about personal development and mm -hmm. i think people kind of miss that man like business man like the the more you know how to manage your emotions, that goes into everything, bro. Like if, mm -hmm. you're, if you're in a shit state, man, you're not going to get up and train. You're not going to eat. You just want to eat ice cream all day, bro. You want to drink all day. <laughs> right. And that, those things kind of affect uh, not just your overall health, but just your mentality. And it's like people said, people look everything that's they think is about to happen everything that could happen. There's a laundry list of things that they already spit off that they think could happen negatively rather than saying, Oh, I can do it. It's like, it's what it comes down to is being present in the moment. Like if you're able to control your emotion in the moment, then that's going to change all of your outcomes of what could happen. Will everything always go great and grand and dandy? Heck no. But how are you responding and reacting in the present moment when you are present and not thinking like ahead of something? Like it's all about being present. Uh, and like, I don't know if they showed like the last dance um, oh, with Michael Jordan. Right. Did you watch it? Yeah. I loved it, man. Man. So I wanted to watch that. We, we did watch it with uh, my oldest Brody. Um, just like, I don't like he, of course, everybody knows MJ. Um, you got him an MJ Jersey a couple years ago, but like, listen to him speak. Like I'm telling you, like, forget everything aside. Like, his reporter asked him like, so, you know, what if you're going to take the last second shot and you miss it? He's like, why would I think about missing something I didn't take? Like he was so like they talked about, he was so in the moment. Like you can't face him thinking like, Oh, you're about to miss it. Oh, you're about to do this. Like, no, but in that moment as each second tick, like he's about to do something uh, and be present. And so it's like, that is so crucial. Um, and I think having that like center locus of just calm, uh, it, it's such a game changer, but it takes time. Like that takes time to do. Um, and just being aware of it. It's, it just can be such a game changer. Like I said, man, I was talking to actually Jay Faruja on a podcast about this man. And, um, where we're talking about the last dance and he was saying how Michael Jordan was such a hard ass on his, um, 
on his uh, training buddies, man. His um, mm-hmm. his teammates. Sorry, he was so hard. Oh yeah, no, I I know what you meant. I know what you meant. Yeah, yeah, and um, man, I was like, I kind of understand, man, where he comes from because I'm so passionate about what I do. And when I first got into fitness, man, I used to get frustrated with 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 people when they couldn't do stuff. But now I'm now I understand. Everyone's different. Fitness isn't their thing. But it was weird, man. When I saw Michael Jordan like that, he's kind of like, man, this is your job. If you can't perform at training, he goes, you signed up to be a baller. Here, bro, I'm not giving you the ball in the game. And like his mentality <laughs> just like, man, insane, bro. Like it was, it's giving me goosebumps thinking about it, bro. Dude, it did. And like I said, because I, I, I grew up, I was born in 90, so I didn't, really watch sports like that i knew baseball but as i got older i watched it so i didn't watch like mj growing up like that so watching that was like wow like that was a total like watching him because i knew kobe would be like a, a dick to his teammates but it didn't register why like he demanded greatness out of these people that was their like way of being like like look i can see you but i'm gonna keep attacking you until you break and then bounce out like when you're in the when you're in the jungle, like what are you gonna do? Like when the fire's starting to come at you, are you gonna be able to respond? And you yeah. said like these kids already thinking like, oh man, I'll be successful. I'm part of the team now. Like I'm a rookie. Like dude, you haven't won anything. Season didn't even start. And so watching him just just get that out of it, it's like, dude, day in and day out, this dude was the same wire. He was so wired. Like that stuff just it got me motivated just to go do something. Like I'm like, dude, I, I can't like. I'm about to take a nap. Like, no, dude, MJ wouldn't, man. <laughs> MJ would. I got to go do something. Yeah, bro, his work ethic, what really motivated me was when he went to baseball. And then I was like, all right, man, because I, I didn't know the rest of his story about baseball. Oh, really? Nice. I was like, so did he flop it in baseball? And they said, you know, he would stay back and practice and practice. And then when they said he actually had a great season, man, I was like, look at that. Like, the work he puts behind stuff. Like, man, he was practicing, like, what, four times a day? dude sun up to sundown he had something yeah. going on crazy man just goes to show Isn't that crazy anything man like you can that's what i try and tell people like all right nutrition isn't your thing but if you want it you'll make it happen man like man i can't tell you i had no fucking idea how to run a business bro i just i just started man like everything was against me man like the council i had the wrong zoning but I just started, man. You figure shit out. You and go. And then people wait for that. Like, okay, okay, the Big Dipper's coming over. Okay, the stars are about to align. Ah, you know what? I don't feel like going. It's like they're waiting for the feeling instead of just saying, I'm going to go. Like I said, the five-second rule by Mel Robbins, I listened I, to it a couple of times. Dude, it's like – I love her. You, you just go. Like the, the moment you start to think about it, you lose control of it. You're like, oh, or, like I said, talking about that laundry list, like it's already over. Like you don't feel like it. It's not about you can do it. You just really don't feel like it. Like, look, people don't like math because they've never tried to be good at it. Like you never hired a tutor. You never got helping or now you, you have so many resources now. There's no excuse to not like not know Spanish or like know a word. Like it's not that you just don't want to. And that's okay. Like, look, that's okay. I have nothing wrong with it, but do not complain about it. Yeah. At the end of the day, like don't complain about it. Yeah, definitely, man. There's always, there's always someone worse off, man. <laughs> all the time, like all the time. Yeah. But um, yeah, Nick, bro. So what's the plans for you, man? Just wrapping up now. What's the plans for you in the future? Where do you want to take it, man? Um, do you see yourself as a content creator? Do you want to build the nutrition side, uh, fitness well, side? Oh, I'm, 
finishing a book uh, that I've been working on. I think is like talking about you could do. Like I always thought I was a terrible writer. I still think I'm not that great, but it's like you just keep doing it, and then like you kind of learn, you view, um, and so like, you know what, uh, talk to Jay, like, I'm just going to write a book. Like, he's like, yeah, do it. And so writing this book, diet destruction, uh, you know, just basically talking about what we were talking about before, like teaching people how to never Google fat loss again by rewiring first their mind mindset muscle. And then they, you know, they can repair their bodies. But, uh, you know, I want to just blow up the nutrition coaching business and just, and just continue to grow, continue to provide, uh, these resources and the message that we're trying to get out there of look, it's not about the restrictive diet. There is a diet after the diet. So, you know, it's like, let's, let's repair what's up top because at the end of the day, it's all starts up top, not just nutrition training. Like we're talking about your mind. And so said, just trying to sp spread this, this message, um, continue to coach and provide value to everybody we can. Uh, and so said, we're looking forward to Nashville in July 17th and 18th. It's going to be a good time. Um, said just just get around humans man it's it's been such a weird year man it's been such a weird year uh but instead like you can either continue to capitalize and continue to move forward or sulk in it and so like i said writing the book nutrition coaching business being a being the best father husband i can um and being the best coach mentor i possibly can as well how many kids you got well this weekend We'll, we'll announce that we'll be having our third. So that oh, is wow. a surprise. Um, but I do have... It's our first I, on chat with Matt. <laughs> <laughs> so I have one boy I had in high school. Appreciate it. Had my oldest in high school. Um, kind of made my life uh, off to a hot start. <laughs> Said like, you have two roads. You're going to go this way, you're going to go that way. Said, you just got to go. How old, figure it out. <laughs> How old were you when you had your first one? 18. Oh, wow, man. There you go, bro. It's a quick way to grow up. Like, you could either grow up quick or complain and be like, no, man, I can't do anything. So had had him. So Brody's 11. Uh, Porter, he'll be two in September. And then we're having another boy uh, because I guess that's just all I create is boys. So all, boy, all Krantz boys. That's awesome, bro. You must have some t testosterone going in that house, mate. Another thing <laughs> is going to go nothing. Hey, you know, just, <laughs> go to the doctor they said put it in my butt and just give me some more tea because i guess i need it <laughs> yeah, that's it dude, i was nervous i was i was nervous to have a girl no lie i i was yeah. i was like dude i'm about to need some steroids some neck tats like i'm not ready for it i'm not ready for it and everybody wanted a girl i'm like whatever happens happens yeah that's it man i kind of out of your hands but um, i know we're <laughs> up, i know we're wrapping up but that's interesting man i didn't know that about you um so you had a baby that young you had a kid that young bro what was that like man just real quick before we cap up. So what was that change? Said, like, so, you know, I'm in high school. Um, things are going real well. You know, football career is taking off. Uh, played for the biggest public school in Ohio. It's a division one school. So you're always playing against top of the competition. Uh, and so I get a text um, from my girlfriend at the time. Uh, we probably dated for like a year. So it wasn't like a, a year in high school feels like, you know, 10 years. Yeah. And uh, I'm like, like, oh, I'm about, I'm about to be a dad. And so, oh, whoa. So it was like that moment, summer going into senior year, like my life is about to change. Um, I ended up decommitting from a division one program. Um, so I basically put football aside and I said, okay, what's the closest school I can go to? Uh, division two uh, college that was 10 minutes away. And uh, I was able to, and we, we weren't together um, 
at all since that point. So it was a struggle with like doing that, just making sure he was taken care of, going to school. Uh, football was a freaking job in itself, and then well, working had, itself. He had full um, custody. No, it was it was. Um, we ended up just getting our rights um, when I was nineteen, which oh. was crazy. Like I'm in a courtroom, like this is weird. But um, you know, it, it was what was best for him, and so literally just bouncing back and forth. Um, like I said, it's make or break. Uh, and so was I perfect? No, but you learn along the way, like, okay, like <laughs> you're not sleeping this night. Like you got to do this, this, like you kind of just learn like, okay, I was never in a good organization. Well, you better figure it out. <laughs> oh, you, you know, and I, I'm not bad with kids. My mom had a daycare when we grew up uh, inside the house. So I always loved kids, but I didn't have one of my own, especially not at 18. <laughs> yeah, and so literally it, it made me grow up. It made me grow up real quick and said like, I wouldn't change it for anything, but I will tell him when the time's right, like, dude, just don't make me a 36 year old grandpa. Like I'd like for you to kind of have life on your terms. Uh, but like I said, like he, oh, I wouldn't regret it for anything. Uh, it, it, it's awesome. And especially now being a young dad, like, you know, we, we, we game, we play sports. Um, like I don't let him win in anything. Like you ain't, you ain't beating me. I don't know. You, you think you got big all of a sudden, like you're, we're not playing basketball. We, I, I finished concussion therapy. He thought he was going to beat me in basketball. I'm like, dude, you're really trying to kick me when you're down. Like, dang, like, all right, like, let's go, let's go. Yeah. But, um, he's awesome. Uh, and so, and now it's split custody. So, uh, you know, it's all for the benefit of the kid of what we can just do to make his life better. Um, and so it, it's awesome. It really is. Uh, it wasn't easy, but you know, you make life what it is. Yeah, hundred percent, bro. And I believe, bro, you are who you are through, you know, through your struggles. So, you know, adapting to that and learning and growing. Said so people are afraid to tell like their struggles because everything has to be perfect on the internet. Like, dude, you're missing the point. You're you're lying to yourself. Like, you've been through struggles. I've been through struggles. Like, they're real. Like, they're real. <laughs> and you don't gotta shy away from them. Like, they happen. Yeah, bro. Realize what it was. Learn from it and say, dude, this is just a part of my story. Nick, bro, I think we'll wrap it up there, bro. What a finish. That one just that one just popped up, mate. That was a good little uh, <laughs> little insight. Appreciate you, brother. But um, Nick, bro, where can everyone find you, man? You can find me uh, active on Instagram and Twitter, Nick Krantz Fit. Uh, and then anything up to date will be at nickkrantzfitness.com. So I always never hesitate to reach out, message, questions, just want to BS, you know, shoot me a message. But that's where I hang out most. Guys, definitely give him a follow. He's got great content and like simplified. Simplified, you know. Shocker. Basic. Shocker. So, <laughs> yeah, the basics always work. All right, Nick, thanks for joining me, brother. Appreciate it, man. Appreciate you having me, Matt.